So there's discernment, noticing, paying attention, relaxed attention, listening. Like you can, I can hear the rain, sound of silence. That's like paying attention, isn't it? And discerning the the sound of silence, sound of rain. It's not a judgment, not a you know, not a the, the thinking mind is not a matter of thinking about it, but observing, paying attention, mindfulness. Then uh, noticing the the mental state you're in this morning, discerning it, it's like this. The jitanupasana, it's like this. This uh, the way it is, or it's like this. It's just bringing attention, say, say the the mood or mental state you're experiencing now. So you're just noticing what mental state has this, it's like this. So then you, you know, if it's a, then you can make it into a problem, you know, if you're in a excited or negative mental state, you know, you can try to figure out why I probably got up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. Or, you know, it's uh, sleeping in the dormitory. It always makes me grumpy in the morning. <laughs> I try to figure out. But that's, uh, don't, you know, this isn't, you don't need to know why or even label it as anything. It is like this. Like training yourself to discern, to to, you know, be... Um, to discern the difference between thinking, criticizing, judging, like when we hear the sound of rain out there, think, oh, raining again, England's always raining, oh, the weather in England, blah, 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 we go into a whole English weather uh, wine. So, you know, that's a habit, isn't it? It's raining again, oh. <laughs> But if <laughs> but if you but if you just discern the sound of rain, it's fairly calming. Listen to it.
when I first came to England and to live in England in 1977, I been living in sunny countries for years. So I'm actually from Seattle, in northwestern United States, and that is much like England, actually. <laughs> Uh, Seattle is called the rainy city. <laughs> In fact, it's more wet than England. <clears throat> but, uh, and so, I like sun, so I, as soon as I could, I moved to California. <laughs> and then went to live in, uh, in, in, uh, in Saba, in, uh, Borneo, that's about on the equator. We're getting right down to the where the equatorial where it's always warm and sunny and then and then from there to Thailand and then from Thailand to England. <laughs> so then the you know, I remember that observing, discerning my my reactions to as when he arrived uh, <coughs> uh, in London. It was a it was a cold uh, springtime. It was this time of the year, and it was quite cold. And <coughs> fortunately, you know, that my physically my skin type. I have skin problems, and you see, my skin is not suited for tropical weather. <coughs> and uh, they call it in dermatology, I have a Celtic complexion. This means you should be living up in England. <laughs> <laughs> or Scotland. <laughs> because then... Uh, in Thailand, uh, in Malaysia, even though I liked living there, the skin was uh, didn't like it. So I had terrible kind of, uh, you know, rashes and heat rashes and itching kind of problems with the skin. And then after so many years living, 15 years in the tropics, uh, the skin started breaking down. So I was in London for six days, and all those rashes disappeared. So <laughs> that Celtic skin is, uh, you know, physically, I'm suited to this kind of climate. The body is, anyway. But then discerning, uh, like in in um, the English winters, you know, I remember uh, the first winter spent here at Amravati is very cold. It had a, a freeze, Siberian freeze, that spread over the whole of Europe. And here it was really frozen; everything was frozen up. And, uh, and we'd be practicing meditation and out in the snow, it snowed and froze. And cars couldn't get up the hill, you know, the hill from 
Ray Gaddison. Then t taking into account discerning rather than complaining. You know, so people complain a lot. It's too cold and bleak. It's bleak and cold. English winters, gray. That's a complaint. You know, you, think you, you say gray and it means I don't like gray. It's gray and cold and bleak. And, and so these are the ways of complaining about this. But in discerning, different. You're noticing the effect it has on you. Like cold weather's like this, or gray skies, bleak, bleakness, no leaves on the trees. It's like this. And then in the discerning mode, you realize that like English winters are quite peaceful because uh, like springtime is always exciting, isn't it? You know, everything kind of comes alive and flowers bloom and <coughs> you feel very different. But in the wintertime, this is when we have our three months winter retreat, it's like this, it's, it's peaceful because there's no, nothing drawing you out or exciting your senses. So you begin to appreciate through reflecting, uh, contemplating, rather than just reacting, uh, you know, in some conditioned way. I don't like cold, I don't, I want permanent springtime. Pretty flowers, bright green leaves, perfect weather, neither too hot nor too cold. Uh, you know, we can idealize the perfect weather, perfect climate. But in terms of discerning, it's like it's like this. Not not comparing it with some ideal of perfection, but but is English winter really suffering? Or when we start complaining, I start suffering. I create my suffering. When I start whinging about things, oh, don't like this, and don't like that. <laughs> Why does it have to be like this? And whose fault is it? And I get it. You know, it's a really unpleasant mental state I create through my complaining. I noticed this in Thailand. You know, I started living with Ajahn Chah because, you know, we we you know we complain a lot and about everything. And uh, whinge and moan and you know go on and complain to each other. Reinforce our complaints. And so going to Wat Pong, you know, it's too hot, complaining, don't like hot weather. Then we'd have these, we'd train ourselves with these Vinaya rules, so then, and so a lot of the rules seem so irrelevant to anything practical. So what's the point of this? Why do that? <laughs> This isn't even practical. It's silly. Complain, complain, complain. 
And this in observing, discerning this, and the result of of living in uh, the monastery, monastic style, and complaining about everything. And I actually began to discern that uh, complaining and is like this. When I when I'm in this whinging mode, it feels the mood is like this. And I can see the suffering of because I'm creating it. You know, I'm the one that in, uh, has this habit of complaining. I observe, I discern this. If I stop complaining, the mood goes away. Discerning the absence of that mood is peacefulness. You know, and, and then the other, the things they complain about are, y- you know, not nothing. To, there was nothing really wrong, or they weren't asking me to do something immoral, or something, you know, dangerous to life, or they just. I was just being trained in a particular style, a tradition, an ancient tradition. And then, of course, my American mind would come up and say, oh, I don't see the point of this, I don't agree with that, this isn't practical, I know a better way to do it. <laughs> and so this is, this is the, this is what you begin to see, you're creating the suffering. Once you see it, you, you know, I stopped doing it, because there was, you know, I could see that I, I, I made myself suffer. It wasn't because of the weather, the mosquitoes, the rules of the Vina or anything. It was me not not paying attention, but just reacting because my mind was conditioned to, you know, it's conditioned to complain. I think, you know, we're all from, you know, in affluent societies, there's an enormous amount of complaining. <laughs> so... But discerning then, and I started looking at, like here in Amravati in the wintertime, the no leaves on the trees, just the gnarled kind of muted colors of trees. You know, there's no bright colors uh, coming out. They're, they're kind of muted colors. And then uh, this, you know, it is, you can see it ble- as bleak, but also it's it's quite peaceful when there isn't a lot of exciting, vibrant vibrant things going on. It's calming. So I always find the winter retreats a period of great calm and naturally calm. So the discerning brought me to into you know gave me this perspective rather than <coughs> just reacting uh, you know you can you once you are conditioned then you tend to react the same way till you die and it, oh the winter yeah the cold no. and you don't discern anything you just complain about it and then and then you talk to them oh english winters well let's go let's let's <coughs> go to tenerife for the winter 
where it's permanent spring. Can't stand the English winters. Grumble, grumble, and then of course, you know, you actually believe this stuff and you act on it. But if you discern, then you see the suffering of attaching to these conditions, and that that then you awaken to, you, you know, you needn't create suffering. That actually, English winters are not suffering. We we create suffering about them. And that's discerning, knowing, knowing uh, observing the difference. Suffering and non-suffering. So when I stop complaining, letting go of complaining, then that, that unsettled <coughs> feeling, that grumbling mood stops. And so, because I, if I keep just holding that, then I feel I get into, you know, I suffer from that, creating this suffering. But if I stop doing it, then non-suffering, discerning the difference. And this way, you can see the path, or the way, the way of non-suffering. 